You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. is two-factor authentication, spelled two-factor as in two completely different technology forms, and authentication as in granting resource access to a person, device, or software object. Definition. An authentication process that requires two different factors before granting access. Example sentence. In the 2011 hack of the company RSA Security, APT1 hackers stole the seed values for the RSA Secure ID token product, the two-factor authentication device that was used by tens of millions of users in government and military agencies, defense contractors, banks, and countless corporations around the world. Origin and Context In the 1960s, when computers started to become an essential tool for big business and government, the late great Dr. Fernando Corbato, one of computing's founding fathers, introduced the idea of using passwords to grant access to mainframe computers and limit computer time to individual users. Unbeknownst to him, Corbato provided a long list of cyber ne'er-do-wells, a never-ending attack vector to break into computer systems. In fairness, though, passwords didn't start to really break down as an authentication system until the Internet started humming for online transactions circa the mid-1990s. But by the 1980s, with the ARPANET slowly morphing into the Internet, the computer user population started to grow. The community needed more robust authentication methods for business-critical systems. In the mid-1980s, Security Dynamics Technologies was the first company to create a hardware token device that created one-time passwords, OTPs, for authentication. By 1995, AT&T patented the idea of two-factor authentication. They said that to identify an authorized user, a system needed to check at least two of three factors, something they have, like a smartphone, something they are, like a fingerprint, or something they know, like a password. But the early systems were clunky, hard to manage, and used only environments that needed the most security. It wasn't until the smartphone started to emerge in the mid-2000s when that situation started to change. All of a sudden, everybody had a second factor in their pocket. That led to all kinds of innovation in terms of various two-factor authentication methods. If I were to put all the authentication methods as rest stops on a 100-mile road between the two great cities of, oh my God, this is not secure at all, to Nirvana, we've solved security, 
the user ID password pair rest stop would be just a mile out of OMG, just slightly better than having no credentials at all. The email verification rest stop would be about 25 miles out on this journey. It's 75 miles away from Nirvana because it doesn't exactly qualify as a second factor. An email account is unique to a user like a password, but you can access it from anywhere. It's not something you have on your person or some kind of biometric. So having two password-like factors is better than one, but not by much. The SMS verification rest stop would be about 30 miles down the road toward Nirvana. It's slightly better than email verification because it's tied to a second factor, but bad guys have demonstrated in the real world at least three different ways to intercept these codes. Still, it's way better than using only a user ID password pair. It's probably fine for run-of-the-mill internet use like logging into the library, but if you have material information to protect or if you're a spy, steer clear of SMS authentication. The Authenticator Soft Token rest stop is located about 75 miles down the road. It's pretty good even though it's still susceptible to difficult man-in-the-middle attacks. Timing is critical but doesn't make the attack impossible, just more difficult. You will find the push authentication rest stop at the 80-mile marker, slightly closer to Nirvana than the Authenticator Soft Token rest stop. Still, victims have observed bad guys sending notification flooding attacks to their phones. If potential victims are busy or are not paying attention, they might click the button to verify their identity just to clear the messages, never realizing that they just authorized a bad guy into one of their accounts. The UTF authentication rest stop is the last way station before the Nirvana exit ramp, mile marker 95. If you have serious security requirements compared to just surfing the net, this is the way to go. The downside to the USB security key solution, though, is the likelihood of somebody like me losing the key, which I will absolutely do because I'm an idiot. Fast Identity Online, or FIDO, is the standards body that is pushing UTF authentication technologies. In the 2021 hype cycle chart for Identity and Access Management Technologies, Gartner puts the FIDO Alliance's efforts as still traveling down the trough of disillusionment and estimates two to five years before it reaches the plateau of productivity. Fun fact, Dr. Corberto stored the passwords in a text file, which probably provoked one of the first computer hacks ever. Alan Schur, working on his PhD at the time, found the unprotected text file, stole the passwords from the other students, and was able to grant himself more computer time. You gotta love those MIT nerds. Notes is written by Tim Nodar, executive produced by Peter Kilpie, and edited by John Petrick and me, Rick Howard. The mix, sound design, and original music have all been crafted by the ridiculously talented Elliot Peltzman. We're privileged that N2K and podcasts like Word Notes are part of the daily intelligence routine of many of the most influential leaders and operators in the public and private sector, as well as the critical security teams supporting the Fortune 500 and many of the world's preeminent intelligence and law enforcement agencies. N2K Strategic Workforce Intelligence optimizes the value of your biggest investment, people. We make you smarter about your team while making your team smarter. Learn more at N2K.com. And thanks for listening.
And now a word from our sponsor, SpyCloud, the leader in operationalizing cybercrime analytics. Traditional threat intelligence is a thing of the past. Cyber criminals are stealing vast amounts of credentials, session cookies, and financial data every day, and it's hard to keep up. SpyCloud is the trusted partner businesses turn to to fully understand their darknet exposure risk and neutralize threats before it's too late. SpyCloud alerts your organization as soon as an employee or customer's data appears on the darknet, so you can act faster than bad actors to prevent cyber attacks like ransomware, session hijacking, account takeover, and online fraud. With insights from the industry's largest repository of recaptured data, protect the digital identities and systems most important to your business. Get your free corporate darknet exposure report at spycloud.com slash cyberwire and see what information criminals have in their hands today. That's spycloud.com slash cyberwire. Cyberwire. 